Welcome to Dairy Stream, brought to you by the Dairy Business Association and Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, sister organizations that fight for sensible dairy policy in Wisconsin and Washington, D.C. Dairy Stream focuses on issues affecting the dairy community and our customers. Hi, I'm your host, Mike Austin. Well, it's Ladies' Day today on Dairy Stream. Hi, I'm Mike Austin, and really glad to be with three outstanding women who are leaders in the dairy industry. They are Amy Penterman from Dutch Dairy, Heidi Fisher from Fisher Clark Dairy Farm, and Jamie with Pollock. Uh, she is from Pagos Ponderosa Dairy. And today, we're really going to have a discussion about leadership roles in the dairy community. Uh, we will be talking about a variety of issues about the value of leadership roles. And also, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about advice for those of you that might want to become leaders in the dairy industry. And to start things off, I want to give you a kind of a cliff note version of our guests, because if I just talked about their individual accomplishments, we'd fill all the time for our uh, dairy Stream podcast today. So uh, as I mentioned, Amy Penterman from uh, Dutch Dairy is with us. She's a mother of five. Uh, she's the owner of Dutch Dairy along with her husband. She also has a great honor of being the first female president of the Dairy Business Association. She is a crop insurance agent, president of the Thorf FFA alumni. She's also served on the school board and junior achievement volunteer teacher along with a 4-H dairy leader. Uh, Heidi Fisher uh, is a mother of two. She is the owner of Fisher Clark Dairy Farm Incorporated with her husband John and his parents. She is the first female edge board member which certainly, again, is an honor and a credit to her. And she's currently serving as the secretary. She's a board member and secretary for the Partnership for Progressive Agriculture of Marathon County and a project leader for Children's 4-H Club. And our third lady with us today is Jamie with Pollock. Uh, she's a mother of three owner of Pagel's Ponderosa Dairy with her brothers and other Pagel family businesses, which include a cheese store and production. Uh, she also is the chairwoman of the Pagel family businesses and an edge board member and a member of Dairy Club. So again, ladies, thank you. I know how busy you are, so we appreciate your insights and conversation today. And Amy, I want to start with you. I think when you know, look back at women's involvement in agriculture, you've always played an important role. Though I think it has seen a bit of a transition over the years, especially with more women stepping into leadership roles. I guess my question for you and then the other ladies will be, you know, why do you feel this is important and what value does it bring to the agricultural community in general? Hi, Mike. Thank you. Um, I feel it's important to be active in your community, whether it's ag-related or not. Being active in non-ag groups gives me an opportunity to connect with, you know, our consumers and to be a resource that might not understand what we do on the farm. And it's a great opportunity to promote the great products that we produce. It's a great opportunity to be a resource for people. And it just gives us um, a better involvement within the community. How do you do everything you want to add to that? Yes, I do. Um, I just think that being a woman in a leadership role, I, I think we bring different viewpoints and a perspective, and it also helps enable us to perhaps seek a different avenue for problem solving or a different perspective that wouldn't have been considered otherwise. And by being in that leadership role and being involved in the aid community, it helps others learn and grow along the way that perhaps were in the same position I was, you know, a few years ago when I first joined the dairy. And what about you, Jamie? I couldn't agree more with Amy and Heidi. All right, Jamie, I'll let's stay with you for a moment as we go to another question. And that is, 
What value has it brought to your farm being involved in leadership roles? I believe that my education and the work experience I had prior to coming back to the farm has added a lot of value. I did go to school for business and HR, and then I worked somewhere else prior to coming back to the farm. And I know two people joke at the farm about me being mother hen, but mm-hmm. I think that I'm caring and I'm empathetic, and I feel that the employees really appreciate that. And I feel that my leadership role then creates that positive culture. And let's move along then to you, Heidi. What value has it brought to your farm being involved in a leadership role? I agree with Jamie. I have prior professional experience prior to joining the dairy farm. So I think that part of that, what I was able to bring is some self-awareness as well as some emotional attunement um, and humility and authenticity from having been a project manager in a previous role and how I handle myself on a day-to-day basis here at the farm. Amy, anything you'd like to add? You know, I really agree with Heidi and Jamie, and I just would like to add that, you know, I too was in a professional capacity and role before coming on the farm and having a job out of the farm office. And it just gives you a broader scope of what's going on outside the walls of the farm, and it just gives a broader understanding of the world around us. Having an interesting conversation about values in leadership roles featuring three outstanding female farm leaders in the state of Wisconsin. Again, they are Amy Petterman, Heidi Fisher, and Jamie with Pollock. And let's turn back to you, uh, Heidi, and talk a little bit about what has been the biggest challenge in your journey and how did you really overcome it? Well, with not having an egg background, I think when I stepped into the role and joined my husband on the farm, I think there was some doubt by a lot of people about, you know, how serious would I take the role or how committed would I be and what the follow through. And I like a good challenge. And my learning curve was obviously very steep and very fast. So it allowed me to challenge myself on a daily basis. And that really kept me intrigued and engaged, always asking questions and wanting to be involved. And I think that that has been a large contributor to why I've had the success that I've had today. Interesting. And what about you, Amy? What has been the biggest challenge in your journey and how did you overcome it? You know, I've got the same um, similar issues as Heidi growing up with beef and not necessarily dairy. And so just getting taken serious that, okay, I, I have learned in that that challenge. But one of my challenges that I also run into is when other women who you admire and that you look up to do not support you when you're on your journey. You know, I want the best for my friends and colleagues, and it hurts when it's not reciprocated. So I just have to keep pushing forward and believe in what I'm doing and just focus on keeping a positive attitude. But, you know, it all sounds good coming out of my mouth, but I'm still working on all that, too. I like that. Yeah, no, I like that thought process. And what about uh, you, Jamie? How do you kind of look at what was your biggest challenge in your journey and how did you personally overcome it? So um, my biggest challenge by far was um, for me to come back and work in the office after the accident and with all my biggest cheerleader, my dad. Um, That was by far probably one of the biggest challenges I've ever had. And I walked into the office and I was thinking, how am I ever going to pull my life back together and be this leader of this organization without my dad and what is this going to look like and what do I need to do? And I thought, I need to do what dad wants me to do. I need to figure out how we're going to move forward. And so I thought, you know what? I know he's still here. 
So I actually put a picture of, of my dad along with cards he's given me where he's written inspirational things to me. And I set that on my desk so that it gives me that motivation that I need to overcome that challenge and continue on my journey. Well, thank you for sharing that. I know many of us have lost a loved one and it's always painful and difficult. And thank you for sharing your own personal feelings on that and giving us some advice on how we can move forward as well. Uh, we are talking about value and leadership roles. And uh, before we take our first break, I want to go back to you, Amy, and talk a little bit about, you know, what the challenges do come opportunities and accomplishments. And I thought it's nice for all three of you to be able to toot your horn a little bit. So from your perspective, Amy, what are you most proud of? And were there any achievements that kind of surprised you? Of course, my biggest accomplishment is right now, as recently elected as DBA president, I'm just honored to be entrusted with this role. And thinking back to an achievement that surprised me, it trying to think back, it was in my early 20s. And my church pastor at the time approached me and wanted to know if I would sit on the church council administration board. And I thought, are you talking to me? What do I know? <laughs> what can what can a 20 something bring to the church board? I have no idea what I'm doing. But what I have what I found and what it gave me the foundation for my future is I had a great group of selfless teaching leaders that were on the board with me and they really gave me that foundation and the confidence to be where I'm at today. Well, again, uh, congratulations to you on that position of being president of the Dairy Business Association. I think it's a credit to you individually and to the organization that they realized your leadership, be you a male or female, and thought, yes, that's the right person for that position. And now let's just turn to you, Jamie, because again, I, I credit you for being on the board for Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Uh, how did you look at some of your biggest challenges? And uh, when you talk about these opportunities now and accomplishments, what are you most proud of and the achievement that has surprised you the most? Well, for a girl who's never coming back to the farm, <laughs> I I actually, yeah, I was never coming back to the farm. I, I When I graduated high school, I said to dad, I'm going to college and I'm going to be something and I'm going to go places, but I'm not, I'm not coming back to the farm. And he said, oh, just wait, you will. Well, he was right. So uh, I started working out of the living room with my dad and stepmom in the house. And at the time, I worked part-time. I just had a baby girl. I was helping with all the HR functions and things like that. And we had two businesses at the time. And then over 16 years, my role has grown into this full-time role. I was dad's right-hand woman. I was the COO of eight different businesses and I ended up getting the corner office. So I went from the living room office to the corner office and, and I'm so proud of what we've accomplished in 16 years. It amazes me to know where we were and how far we've come. And congratulations on those achievements. And what about you, Heidi? It's time for you to kind of toot your horn because, again, uh, you're really the first woman that was involved on the board for uh, Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. So maybe you can just talk a little bit about that perspective and other achievements that kind of surprised you. 
Sure. Yeah, I was very surprised when I was asked if I would consider running for the EDGE board. And at the time, I never considered or even realized that there weren't any other women on the board. But I thought, why not? Let's throw my hat in the ring. I believe in totally pushing yourself out into unknown waters and learning more from my peers. The people I sit with on the board are exceptional, and I just love being in their presence and absorbing everything they have to say. I, I learned so much. So I'm very proud of that. That was a huge accomplishment and it totally pushed me out of my comfort zone and got me doing something different where I feel like I can definitely be a leader. But if I had to think back personally on our farm and stuff, I think about where we were when I first came to the farm um, about six years ago and where we are at today and how we grew and how we really were totally aware of our growth through that problem. And I was very meticulous about making sure each step was careful and like I was aware of any mistakes or anything so we could be very agile and quickly correct that. But then once we got safely to the other side and we grew onto our current parlor and facilities and then being asked to be one of the virtual farms at the World Dairy Expo and share our story and our growth and our success was, and I got to do that with my father-in-law and that was a pretty neat moment. I can imagine. Again, we are spending time with Amy Penderman from Dutch Dairy, Heidi Fisher from Fisher Clark Dairy Farm, and Jamie with Pollock from Pagos Ponderosa Dairy. As you can tell, they are all outstanding leaders in the dairy industry, female leaders, as we are making this Ladies' Day on Dairy Stream. And also, we thank them for articulating so well their story and their accomplishments and their challenges and obstacles as well as we have this open dialogue. And after we come back from our break, we're going to get some more personal advice on being a leader in the dairy industry and how you, too, may want to step up. All that will be coming your way after this break here on Dairy Stream. And we'll be right back with our Dairy Stream podcast after we hear from our sponsor. Hi, it's Jennifer Wiley from Cargill. We all had big dreams for 2020 that were put on hold, but bringing your dairy's dreams to life shouldn't be one of them. At CargillDairyDreams.com, you'll find insightful stories from our customers, helpful resources like our free component efficiency calculator, and much, much more. Cargill offers dairies the resources and trusted partnerships you need to help your dairy thrive. Visit CargillDairyDreams.com today to get started. Welcome back to Dairy Stream. I'm your host, Mike Austin. Today, Dairy Stream is brought to you by the Dairy Business Association and Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Today's topic deals with the values in leadership. And today's guests are three very outgoing, hardworking, and outstanding communicating women. They are Amy Penterman from Dutch Dairy, Heidi Fisher from Fisher Clark Dairy Farm, and Jamie with Pollock from Pagel's Ponderosa Dairy. And we are looking at advice for others to become leaders in dairy from these three women who are obviously in that position in the dairy industry. And Heidi, I'd like to start with you. First of all, you know, you are all very involved in your communities and with various groups and organizations besides uh, the dairy industry. So from your perspective, why is that important? And what advice do you have for others about getting more involved? 
I think it's important to be involved in your in our communities and uh, other organizations because I think being a leader, we have, I think people naturally gravitate to us to hear what our opinion, or our viewpoint, our perspective is on the situation, and then how we can weigh in and kind of help improve the situation. I always followed the general rule. A wise person once told me that if it's important to you, you'll make a priority. So with that kind of thought process in mind, I, I truly only join organizations that fit my beliefs or my goals in life of making people more aware, whether it's agriculture or 4-H or even at my church. So if it's a priority and important for me, then I definitely will make it a priority in my life to be very active and very involved and try to make a positive impact. That's an interesting perspective and criteria for deciding where you're going to put your energy. So I commend you for that. What about Jamie, from your uh, perspective, what advice do you have for others about getting more involved? I agree with what Heidi said, and and to me, we're all in this together, so you have to give back and create a place for you and your family to live. So to me, I think that it's so important to contribute and give back. And Amy, how about you? You know, I really believe that being involved in your community, it makes your community stronger, and it gives you pride for your community, and you realize what your community is doing that you didn't know maybe was existing. And I really think that to come out of your comfort zone and maybe step into something that you might not be quite familiar with. And I'm new to our school board and that's been huge undertaking of not understanding how things work. And it's, it's really opening my eyes to more in the community than what I thought, what my, what I really thought was out there, but it's just leading by example. And I really believe in my saying of many hands make light work because a lot of times we join these organizations and we feel like we're going to get stuck doing a ton of different things. But if we all come together, it you can just make a positive example for our whole community. I certainly like the way you ladies think, and I think you're really planting a solid foundation for anybody that's looking at becoming a leader, be it in just their community, um, their neighborhood, or on a larger scale in, in the dairy industry. And Amy, I want to stay with you on this one because, you know, work and life balances can certainly be challenging for anyone, but I know all three of you being moms is probably even more so. So as a non-mom, <laughs> tell me, how do you manage that? And what advice would you have for others who might be really struggling to kind of find that balance. I really say it's the support system starts at home, but not with just my husband, but my children too. I really talk to them and they understand what I'm doing and why I'm doing it and how it affects their future and how it affects our community and what good that it brings that I'm not just gone at a meeting because I want to be gone at a meeting. I want to be a role model for them to show them the pride that you have being a member of the community. And the balance is very difficult at times. I mean, they miss mom or they want me here at night, but they don't, I just have to point out to them the positives that are happening. Also remember to use the word no and ask for help. And that is a challenge at times. But my side note to any mom is that cereal is an acceptable dinner when running behind and there's no shame in not being a perfect mom that you see on TV. <laughs> I like that answer. What about you, Heidi? Uh, because obviously there are some that are you know, struggling being a mom and trying to multitask. Oh, how do you suggest they strike a balance? I completely agree with Amy and everything she said that it's all about learning to say no. Again, it's about making sure that you're 
putting your time and attention to things that are a priority and, and are important to yourself. But then also, yeah, having that team effort approach and that goes beyond like not only my husband, but I have a 15 year old daughter that, you know, she knows that she has to help out once in a while. If we all want to hit the end goal of having a nice quiet evening or being able to watch a movie on a Sunday, then that we all have to chip in. And then asking for help. Um, I'm blessed that my parents are retired and I'm able to call on them when I need like somebody to drive my daughter to cello lessons or if it's just even leaving the farm a half hour early just so I can get home and not have that constant rush and I can have the clarity and time to think about what's the next step. Just making sure that you're keeping yourself a priority as well. Yeah, and as a a grandparent, I would echo that to anybody's listening. Yes, we as grandparents like to be a resource. So if you need some help, never feel shy about asking. Uh, what about Jamie? I'm asking you the same question. Anything else you want to add? Yeah, I would like to add that for me, I had to figure out how I could better plan my day and organize. So I rely on my calendar on my phone, but I also have a personal calendar that I have. It's a planner and it has um, little tabs where I can put little sticky tabs. And that has really helped me organize between my life, between meetings and board meetings and the kids' activities and sports and appointments and things. So for me, that's been a tool that I've used to organize my life. And like the other ladies had shared, you know, my kids, they also chip in, they're given chores because they have to help out too. And um, the best decision I ever made was also hiring a cleaning lady. So for those of you that need it, don't be ashamed of it because it's one of the best things I ever did. Excellent insights. Thank you all three for that uh, answer. Uh, I think is uh, something that probably a lot of you went, oh yeah, that is an option. And I think sometimes we all are kind of leery about stepping forward because we don't want to rely on others or we don't want to ask for help. And I'm glad in your situations you all have and have gotten other people to work with you to make it a successful team. And the industry and the community has benefited from your skills being added uh, to their goals. Again, Amy, Petterman, uh, Heidi Fisher, and Jamie with Pollock are our guests today. And uh, I want to stay with you, Jamie, because I think when it comes to being a good leader, you not only have to communicate well, but you have to listen well. And maybe we as husbands have this thing called selective hearing that prevents communication to be excellent. But what about from your perspective? What has been the best way for you to communicate with others? It's so ironic that you say you mentioned listening because that's what I put down. Ironically, it's listening. Most people think communication is all about talking. And to me, when you talk about communication, I think it's all about listening. Before, I always wanted to be a superwoman. And as soon as somebody came in to talk to me, I I wanted to put on the cape and solve their problems. And over time, I learned I need to be a better listener. And maybe I need to just hear them. Maybe they need to vent and just be able to vent to me without venting to others outside the organization. And, or maybe it's that they need direction and guidance. And then I offer my leadership support and I give them advice and we come up with a plan. So to me, effective communication is all about listening. Excellent point. We recently had a dairy stream with an icon in broadcasting that was Orion Samuelson, and that was one of his key messages that if you want to communicate, you have to listen. So I commend you for following that lead. And what about you, Amy? What do you see as the best way to communicate with others? I love Jamie's answer. And I would just add to that just being open and honest and sincere. 
people can see through you if you're fake. And and just knowing that you care about what they have to say goes a long way. And they know you may not be able to solve a problem, but how can we figure out solutions to a problem? And just knowing working through it is just means the world to people. And just not dwelling on the negative and always just keeping that positive attitude. And Heidi, what would you like to add? I agree with both Amy and Jamie and what they've said. And um, a lot of times, you know, I it's okay to listen to hear and not necessarily respond. And I tell people a lot of times that not everything requires a response. And sometimes if I'm listening and I am working with somebody on something and I truly kind of put into either a position or a corner that I'm not comfortable or I don't feel confident enough to give a response, I've learned that it's okay to tell them that you just need a, you know, a day or a couple hours to think about it and give them a response back that not everything requires an immediate response. Excellent insights. And again, we are talking about women in agriculture, in the leadership roles and the value in leadership, and also some advice for you to become leaders in the industry, but not limiting it just there, but just in your community and life in general. And we certainly do need more leaders. And um, we have certainly enjoyed our conversation here. We have a couple of minutes remaining on Dairy Stream. So I do want to get a couple more things covered. And Amy, I'll start with you. Simple question. Who have been your role models and why? I have had several role models along the way, but the one that stands out to me the most goes back over 20 years ago at the start of my adult career. My first supervisor, who also interviewed me for my job, saw more in me than I ever thought that I had in me. And she saw potential in me and she pushed me to step outside of my comfort zone and gave me the tools to do that. And I always and will forever be grateful for her because she saw something and she really pushed me to the point where she knew I could do it and wouldn't let me give her any excuses of why I couldn't do that. And that just gave me such a foundation to where I'm at today, so young in life that I just appreciate so much. And she was a strong leading female at the company I was working for. And, you know, that's over 20 years ago. And that just stands out to me and how much appreciation I had for her and her leadership and her continued leadership. Yeah, I can hear the passion in your voice when you talk about her. So, again, that's a great story. And, uh, and there we need more people like that because, yeah, that's sometimes that role model makes a difference in, for the rest of our life. Uh, how about you, Heidi? Well, with being fairly new to the, like the full-time farming role, not just living on a farm, but also working on a farm. And, I, you know, the days are crazy and I feel like I'm running from one fire to the next and trying to manage it all and keep a smile on my face. I honestly have to say the role model, all the, all the farm women before me who've been able to tackle this life without today's modern conveniences and efficiencies, and they've held their families together. They kept family a priority. They kept their faith to be a priority. You know, you drive through the countryside and you see all the little country churches and the farms, and you know that that was the life of the community. And I just think they, they had to be some amazing women to to hold it all together and to continue on. And I'm sure they were always trying to be the positive ones in the darkest of times. Well, and listening to you guys today, I was just thinking if I was the host of the family feud, I keep saying good answer, good answer. So you have provided us with some very good answers, but Jamie, just want to ask you and then before we get to our final question, what about for you? Who's been your role model and why? So now of course I'm going to go along with my dad. Um, I recall attending DBA and, Dad, you know, we, we go to DBA and majority of the people that are there are men and there's very few females. 
And dad would walk around just sharing his passions and desires for the industry. And I would look up to him and just admire who he was and where he wanted things to be and and what he was going to do. And he was such a charismatic leader that he gave the best in everything that he did. And then when there were challenging times in my life, he would say, Jamie, we're going to turn this into an opportunity. And like one time we had a small house fire and dad's like, Jamie, we'll turn this into an opportunity. And I was like, really dad? How, how, how do you, how do you figure that? Well, of course, you know, it all worked out and everything was fine, but he just was so optimistic and full of life. And I just really admired that. And my mother, she's also an amazing role model. So together they just taught me to be a strong, independent woman. And they were always just so proud of who I was and what I had done. And just, they really pushed me to, to be my best and to do my best. Yeah, parents, we do. Sometimes we don't realize it, but do have an influence on our children. And certainly uh, the the Pagel family experience is one that really emphasizes that. Again, ladies, it has been a great, enjoyable time. It's been full of information, candor, and uh, a little bit of uh, sentiment as well. And that's why we're glad we had today's version of Dairy Stream. I'm going to close with you, Heidi, and then Jamie and Amy, you can add as well. But looking down the road in five to maybe 10 years, what do you see in the dairy community in terms of women in leadership? If I had to base it on what is happening currently at even my own farm, I think that we're just naturally going to keep progressing into bigger and better roles. And I think our attention to detail and our self-awareness and our humility will definitely help us become somebody that anybody will want to look up to or want to, you know, look to for as a resource or as a a leader and somebody they want on their board. Jamie? Jamie? And I agree with Heidi, and I noticed, too, that we have a lot more female employees than we've ever had. And I think, you know, women are passionate about their families, food, animals, people, the environment. And I think because of that, there will be more women who continue to be more involved in the egg industry. But one thing I always want to let people know, too, is I think women sometimes are threatened because it is and has been a male-dominating industry, but things are changing. And, you know, like I've, I've, I've shared this because I've learned this over this last year, but there was a saying that said, whenever you feel overwhelmed, remember who you are and remember whose daughter you are and straighten your crown. I really think about that. Like, who am I and whose daughter am I? That's right. Straighten your crown, be strong. You got this and move forward. Don't be intimidated, you know, just figure out who you are and be able to move ahead. And Amy, I'll give you the final word. Oh, I agree so much with Heidi and Jamie, and there's so many good, so many good things that they've said. You know, as our traditional stereotypes are going away, and women step up into more leadership roles, we're going to be influential on one another, and we're going to hold out our outstretched hand. We're going to carry other women with us. And as you see more women in the agricultural community, it's just going to make us stronger and. We're just going to continue to focus on the end results at the end of the day and just be successful as we move forward. Well, I've certainly enjoyed this conversation. I hope you, as a listener, have as well. It's provided a lot of insight and hopefully some inspiration as well. Again, big thank yous go out to Amy Penterman from Dutch Dairy, Heidi Fisher from Fisher Clark Dairy Farm, and Jamie with Pollock from Pagel's Ponderosa Dairy. They did an outstanding job, not only today on Dairy Stream, but what they've done for their communities and the dairy industry in general, especially 
taking those leadership roles. Also, a thank you goes out to a woman who leads us through these Dairy Stream podcasts, and that is my producer and lady that does just about everything, Joanna Guza. I want to thank her again. Uh, For those that don't know me, I'm Mike Austin, and I hope today's podcast does lead you to take your own unique skill sets and encourage you to examine some of your individual talents and maybe even drive you to be a leader, not only in your community, but our next major leader in the dairy industry, especially if you're a female, but male or female, we need more leaders if this industry is going to grow into the future. Again, thanks for listening. This has been Dairy Stream. The Dairy Business Association and Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative would like to thank you for listening to Dairy Stream. If you enjoyed listening to our podcast, please subscribe and rate Dairy Stream. We value your feedback. And if there's something you'd like to hear, just email us, podcast at dairyforward.com.